Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Happy Easter, huh? Hey, hey, if you need sermon notes, just wave. There's some ushers that have some, maybe that have some left. But we're going to dig into the Word today. Are y'all ready? Amen. Come on, Jesus is alive. Are you ready? Amen. All right, all right. You know, I've got uh, some video element today. And it's nothing you haven't seen. But as we watch this, I want you to think about something. Uh, you know, uh, we got a stage up here. See all that green and all that stuff? That stuff going behind, behind the scenes, okay? Behind the scenes, somebody's changing. Oh, look at that. Put my name up there. Somebody just did that. That's behind the scenes, right? So behind the scenes of the cross and behind the scenes of the resurrection, I want you to focus on that. We're going to look at the cross. We're going to look at Jesus the man. We're going to look at the resurrection but there are things that God did in the spirit realm for you and me. And, you know, it's not, well, Jesus died on the cross for my sins. That's what they're learning in children's church and, and, and all our classes back there. But it's deeper. And so we should mature up and learn the deeper things of God. Amen? Okay? Because we got to grow up. Because you got to learn to fight the fight of faith. You got to know that Jesus is backing you, that Jesus has got you back. The Holy Spirit's got your back. You're going to find out that the Holy Spirit had Jesus' back today. And so the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. That's a scripture. Wow. Wait a minute then. So we have resurrection life in us. Okay. Y'all ready? We're going to dig in. Before we do, let's just start off with the video. And this is where it all began, okay? Let's watch this video right quick. Somebody said, well, that's a Christmas video. No, that's a salvation video. Our Jesus was born, and we're going to emphasize that he came as a man in our first point. But I want to just, just for a second, let me talk about him being the son of God. He had to be born of a virgin. He had to have God at his, as his father. It was the Holy Spirit that was the seed in Mary's womb. Okay? That made him a man who was not born in sin like we are. But that gave him the opportunity to be our champion. He came as a man even though he's the son of God. You have to say that Jesus is the Son of God that came in flesh. First John, John declared that. If you can't do that, then you're not saved, and that's the spirit of the Antichrist. And I used to think, duh, but I've been saved since I'm eight years old. I know that. But, boy, you see it now. The spirit of the Antichrist is in the earth that Jesus, ah, he didn't die. He wasn't. No, there's more proof that Jesus lived than anything else. And there's proof that he died, and there's proof of the resurrection, and we'll Share a little bit of that. But, but he had to be born of a, of a woman. The seed came from God. And remember, uh, if you look in, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, it was Peter that said, you're the son of God. You're the Christ. You're the anointed one. You're the son of God. Okay, he is the son of God. But let's look at, at, at point number one right quick. Jesus the man. I want to I wanna, I wanna take your excuses if you're a, an, a mature Christian. I want to mature you up a little bit more. I want to take some excuses off the table. 
Jesus came as a man for us. Did you know his daddy died? Do you know that women threw themselves at him? Did you know that drugs were presented to him? Do you know that alcoholism was probably a temptation? Now, Pastor, the Bible says he was tempted in every man, manner that we're tempted in because he was a man. But he was without sin, okay? He conquered our fleshly desires to help us conquer fleshly desires. Come on. He knows what it's like to be hurt. He knows what it's like to be called names. You know, remember when you was in first grade or third grade and they're dividing up sides to play kickball? I was the last one picked. I'm, uh, rejection. Jesus was rejected. That's simple, but there's some harder rejections out there, aren't there? But Jesus had some hard rejections. I just wanted you to know, let's look. Jesus called himself in Matthew 31 times the son of man. I believe he's the son of God. Yes, he was. The word became flesh. And dwelt among us, John 1, 14. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And there wasn't anything created by, but by the Word of God. God. He was right there with God the Father when everything was created. And then in John 14, the Word became flesh. Jesus became flesh. He became a man, a baby. He didn't just appear as a man. He had to struggle. Uh, you know, in Luke 2, 52, that Jesus increased in wisdom and stature. At 12 years old, he's, he has questions that baffle the scholars. He's smart. But you know how you know any of you ever been, well, it wasn't me, but anybody been smart, you got picked on. I got some cousins that were smartest in the class, and everybody had, you just a teacher's pet. You just all that. Well, that wasn't me. That may have been, anyway. Hey, it's all right. But Jesus grew in wisdom and stature. That means he went from two, three, four, five, six, up to 30. He became a man. And so as we look, I, I want to give you uh, Hebrews 2, 14 through 17, and I want you to look at this. And therefore, since the children share in flesh and blood, that's, that'd be us. You got flesh and blood. You're living in flesh and blood right now. And though the children are sharing flesh and blood, he himself, look at that capital H on both of those, that's Jesus, likewise took, uh, also partook of the same flesh and blood, so that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the devil. Come on, he came in flesh and blood to destroy the works of the devil. And free those who through fear of death were subject to slavery all their lives. Nobody wants to die, but Jesus came and took the fear of death away. How can I do somebody's funeral and do it with joy? How can I do my grandmother's funeral? How can I do my dad's funeral and do it with joy? Because I know where they're at. There's no more fear of death. I'm not afraid of the death. I know that they've crossed over, and they took that step into glory. And it's not painful. Come on, it's a crossing over. And so look, those who were through fear of death were subject to slavery all their lives. We've been free. We're not slaves to the fear of death anymore. In verse 16, for clearly he does not give help to angels, but he gives help to the descendants of Abraham. If you're a child of God, you're a descendant of Abraham. You're walking in the same faith that Abraham did. He's our father. 
So guess who Jesus has sent help to? Us. And so, verse 17, Therefore in all things he had to be made like his brothers, so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make propitiation, and that's not a, a Virginia word, is it, in, in the hills? No. What does that mean, Pastor Brett? He, to make propitiation for the sins of the people, to reconcile us to God. He took our place. He made a way for us to cross through Jesus and get to the Father. It's the only way you can get to heaven. Not good works, not being friendly and smiling, which you should do. Bible teaches that. But receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior is the only way to get to heaven. He's the only one who died for you. He's the the God-man that came to die on the cross for you. And so, so one more scripture before we go on. 1 Timothy 2, 5 through 7 It says, for there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all to be be testified in due time. So so look at at verse 7, for which I was appointed a preacher and apostle. I am speaking the truth in Christ and not lying a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. Jesus laid down his divinity. And came as a man and sacrificed himself for us. You know, I always use the sports analogy. Well, LSU won the girls' team, and people shouted, you know, they won the girls' basketball game. I know Virginia Tech got beat. They had a good run. We're not, it's not who you're for, but people yell, we won, and they wasn't even at the game. They didn't get on the court. They had nothing to do with it. They just took partake, they partook of that. I wasn't there when Jesus died on the cross, but he's my champion. He died for me. I have received that, and his spirit has come on the inside of me, and I am a champion with him. You got to recognize that you're in Christ right now, and he's not on the cross anymore. Thank God he went to the cross, and we'll talk about the cross in just a second, but he's in heaven seated at the right hand of the Father where you're seated. Well, not me, Pastor. Uh, No, that's false humility. Come on, wear it. I'm a child of God. I'm seated in the heavenlies with Christ Jesus. I'm an overcomer. I'm more than a conqueror. That's what the Bible says. You're going to face some junk, but you're going to make it through it. Listen, I've been in this long enough. I know it's not roses and candy. And it doesn't mean that I'm not in the will of God when bad things happen. We have an enemy, and if he doesn't ever show up, maybe you're walking with him. Yeah. When you start walking against him is when he's going to give you some pressure. You really don't want to. I remember being a teenager. You ain't saved. You crawl in bed at me. You ain't saved, especially what you did on Friday night. You ain't saved. Bringing condemnation, bringing all this. And I had to reckon with that. I had to say, wait a minute. I've repented of that. I am a child of God. I am saved. He wants to bring up your past, what you did. He's a liar. And when he brings up your past, it's a lie because God has forgotten it. See, we start off with Psalms 103. 103 says that he puts your sin as far as the east, and that way is east, and that way is west, as is from the west. And never more to come back. But it's up here in your memory banks. Wash it in the blood, amen? All right, he's the man. He's our example. Let's watch, let's, watch, let's watch him as a man. He's our example. Let's watch this next video. 
We need to be like Jesus. Wow, wow. We had uh, two gentlemen. We baptized 26 two Sundays ago. Had an awesome time in the Lord. But the last two gentlemen, there were Jeremy and Jeremy, and they had gotten, one got saved, and they got filled with the Spirit, by, and Miss Shirley went up to Richlands or somewhere in that area and, pray, and preached, and they wanted Miss Shirley to baptize them. I said, guys, Miss Shirley's just not able to baptize y'all. Y'all are 6'4", and see, you know, I said, if she was able, I'd get her to baptize me, okay, but she's not able. I'm just, so, so, you know, Jesus was a man, and I want to just make a statement. Right after he got baptized, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit descended upon him. Let me say this, Jesus did no miracles. What was his first, 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 first miracle? Water in the wine. So at 12, he wasn't doing miracles. At 13, 14, 15, 16, no miracles. The Bible says the first miracle, he was 30 years old. And you know, mama pulled it out of him. You know, mama can get stuff out of you that nobody else can, huh? But hold on. He did not do miracles until the Holy Spirit came upon him. Right after he was baptized, the Bible says that the Spirit of God descended like a dove. Wasn't a dove, like a dove, and, and, and rested on him and stayed on him. How much do we as men and women need the Holy Spirit if Jesus did? He's our example. We need to be saved. We need to be baptized. Jesus was already holy. He was already the son of God, but as a man, he was baptized doing in, in obedience to the Father, okay? And we need to be obedient to the Father, and we need the Holy Spirit to help us be obedient to the Father. It's when you get stretched and strained. You know, if you squeeze toothpaste, what comes out? Toothpaste. But if you get squeezed, what comes out? Blink, blink, blink. Ooh, you're not full of Jesus. You can be a Christian and go blankety blank blank, but we got to be full of Jesus. And I'm as guilty as anybody not being full of Jesus all the time because I'm getting pulled and stretched and whatever. And so we have got to maintain our relationship with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus and the Father. Okay. Different sermon for a different time. Sorry about that. So, number two, Jesus the Savior. <laughs> let's talk about Jesus the Savior Jesus went to the cross for me and you. And so let's go ahead and, and watch this video right quick of Jesus on the cross. That's terrible. It's a bloody mess. But it was for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and as the Son of God, you couldn't kill him. Can't kill God. There's no death in God. But Jesus said, I give it up. I'm dying in perfect obedience. And the Bible says, for the joy that was set before him on the cross. And I'm like, where is the joy? He could see you and me as his followers. He saw the joy that was set before him. He knew if he went to the cross, he's making a way for me and you, me and you, to, 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 to be in the family. 
to go to heaven, to be a part, to be on the team. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus, for the cross. Thank you for the blood. Let's read Romans 8, 3 real quick. And we're going to talk about Jesus the man again. It says, for the law, for what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. On account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness or the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Uh, now, hold on just a second. The law was only weak because flesh is trying to fulfill it. The law is perfect. What's the law? The Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not steal, kill, and have no other gods before me. You know the ten, right? Well, I've never killed anybody, Pastor Brad. If you've gossiped about them, you've committed murder. You're trying to kill somebody. So, so we have not fulfilled the Ten Commandments, but Jesus did. He was without sin and went to the cross for us. Now, remember Psalms 23, for the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Maketh me lie down in green pastures. That's your salvation. That is your salvation. And one day you may sit in, in the valley of the shadow of death. And I may have to bury a loved one. But God is with you. And his mercy and goodness. Well, wait a minute. Remember when we taught that about a month ago? Verse, Psalms 22 is Jesus on the cross. They cast garments, lots for his clothes. On the cross, what was going on behind the scene is depicted in Psalms 22. Great bulls of Bashan were about him. That's demonic forces. They were hammering Jesus. They couldn't touch him before. But he made himself vulnerable. He was, he was weak on the cross. He made himself weak for us. It talks about dogs, demon spirits. He is fighting demonic forces on the cross for us. And when he said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He was baiting them. Like God's left him. And he had no right. They had no right to take him. But he took our punishment. They had no right to take him to hell. And some people don't want to, oh, I can't see my Jesus in hell. But wait a minute. That's your punishment. He took our punishment, and he took the keys to the kingdom. He took power and authority away from the enemy. That's, that's just, let me dig here. In, in 2 Corinthians 5.20, now then we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God was pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Now, let's just talk a little bit about what happened. I'm going to go back just for a second. Jesus fulfilled the Ten Commandments. He fulfilled every commandment that was from God, and he did it for us. He didn't have to do it for himself. He did it for us, and his actual Actually, his righteousness, his actual righteousness has been imputed to us, mean put on us, put in us. So there's a double going on here. Jesus took our sins, gave us his righteousness. 
Are you with me? He took our sin, gave us his righteousness, and by faith, we're right with God. Okay, in Matthew 22, there's a parable of the wedding supper. And the man, and it represents God, uh, there's going to be a wedding. Oh, let's get everything ready. And they prepared for the wedding. You ever been to the wedding? You got cake and you got food and you got everything. And, and so they invited everybody to come. And this one said, I, I don't have time. This one, I got to go, I got to, uh, you know, I got to butcher a pig. I got to go, whatever. You know, my family's coming over. I can't come. And it's talking about going to heaven, y'all. And there's people who have excuses. Then the, 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 then the, the head of the house said, then go into the highways and hedges. We're going to have a family here. And they went and invited everybody, and they gave them clothes. And everybody put on their wedding clothes. You know what those wedding clothes were? Robes of righteousness. Can't make it to heaven without Jesus' righteousness. And they found one who didn't have the garments on. What are you doing? And he was ashamed. And they threw him out because he wasn't saved. It's what it's about. We have been given the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Can you just put it on today? Just kind of reach like you're putting a coat on. Come on, let's do it. I know I'm crazy. Act like you're putting it on. Well, I can't do that. Well, you're going to have to put it on one day. Might as well go ahead and start right now. You need to have it on all the time. I am, you need to say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It's what, what we need to declare about ourselves. Well, you know, I'm stupid and dumb, and I'm not enough, you know, and, you know, Lord don't love me like he loves y'all. Man, that's lies. You've been given gifts and talents and abilities, and you just need to put the righteousness of God on so let God start using you. How about doing something for the kingdom instead of yourself? Come on, it's time. We're in the last days. Jesus is perfect. His perfect obedience has been given to us, and we're treated like we're perfect. And I'm not perfect, but I'm treated like it. it's my position. It's your position. We're seated with Christ. It's our position. Man, I just hear it. Well, no, I, I just can't see that, Pastor, about myself. That's, you you got to learn to see yourself in Christ Jesus. Come on, the victory's been won. Let me, let, me, let me say this before, before we move forward. Jesus died that terrible death as our substitute. Your robe's been paid for. Put it on. Put it on. Pastor, you look good today. You look good. Yeah, somebody bought me this. It's old, but I, you know, they bought it. They look, you know, I'm putting it on. Put it on. Wear it inside and out child of God. Now, one last statement about the cross. Don't hang out at the cross. That's where you'll become sin conscious. If you've got sin in your life, you go put it at the cross, and then you know what? I'm letting that go. I'm forgiven. Let's go to the empty tomb, okay? Okay? Let's go get some stuff from the empty tomb. Are you ready? To number three, Jesus, my victory. The empty tomb. He's my victory. It's horrible at the cross, but thank God somebody paid the price for us. 
You know, because he did that, there's no more. We're not sacrificing lambs this morning or red heifers or, you know, thank you, Jesus. Huh? I don't have to sprinkle y'all with blood. Some of y'all would pass out. I've skinned everything from a snake to a deer to a cow, and, you know, come on. It's nasty, but you sure like eating it. Well, you know what? The cross was nasty, and I sure enjoy my righteousness in God. I have so much peace because I know I'm saved. When you look at that cross, I'm free. So, so number three, Jesus, my victory. Let's watch, let's watch the video. So, so we're going to look in 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15 is about Jesus' resurrection and our resurrection. But I want to talk about Jesus' resurrection just for a minute. You know, well, he could have died or just couldn't have been asleep or he just kind of swooned or maybe he was faking it. No, remember on the cross they stuck a spear in his side that punctured his heart. He didn't fake it. Okay? They made sure. It's just like, you know, somebody said if they're going to stone me, I'd get a couple of pelts and then I'd fall like I was dead. No, they come and finished you off. Ain't no playing. And the Romans didn't play. They killed Jesus. He died on the cross. But he rose again. So 1 Corinthians 15 verse 3 says, For I delivered to you, and this is Paul talking, to you first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen by Peter or Cephas, then by the 12, we just saw that in the video, and that he was seen by over 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part are still remain present or still alive. While he wrote this, they're still alive. 500. And then he was seen by James, which is his brother. And then by the apostles again, James was his brother. He became the pastor in Jerusalem over the church. And last of all, he was seen uh, by me also as one born out of due time. 500 people, all the 12 disciples, you know, they were getting paid something on the sides. Why they, they died for it. They died for it and didn't deny it's not real. You know, when it comes to, it, it may get rough on us. We're Christians. You know, the little shooting that happened, they were Christians that got shot. Why didn't they go after, uh, you know, the Muslims? Oh, they won't after Christians. There's a target on us. Better know how you live and how you walk, and you need, to know, you need to know who to call upon. And can you declare no weapon formed against me will prosper? Well, that's a scripture. They're after Christians. And I know when the pressure's on you, they're going to say, get him, he's the pastor. I've already made up my mind, I'm ready. You know, there's some things you got to get ready for. You better get ready. 500 people saw him, and they didn't deny him. Man, if three of us witness a wreck, we all have a different story. But they stuck to their guns. They stuck to the story that he is alive because they saw him, they knew him, they received the Spirit of God. The veil was rent. Remember in the earthquake video, the veil was rent, and the Holy Spirit was poured out. And the Holy Spirit's been poured out on us. But there's more. 
If we're fixing to read more, there's more. It's not just, I'm saved. And then just the devil beats us up and, well, I hope I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm suffering. I'm, I'm saved, you know, but, and then you feel like, you know, come on, put on your helmet of salvation. Put on your breastplate of righteousness. Come on, put on everything. Don't take your helmet off and tell the devil, oh, it's just me. No, you wear your helmet, you look like Jesus. Now, 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 and here I, I, I got too many scriptures and too much to say, but we're going to finish with this, Ephesians 1.18, and I want you to listen to this real quick. This is a prayer Paul prayed over people, and we're praying it over you right now, okay? That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope, the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? Now, any of you are a child of God, you're a saint. And let me say this before I go any further. What is the glory? Do you notice that in the video, and they try to depict it, that Jesus was glowing? Yeah, it's pretty cool. And it's so pretty good. The Holy Spirit said, you know why he's not glowing? Because he's not filled with blood anymore. He's filled with the glory of God. He has a body, but he's filled with the glory of God. There's no blood in Jesus' body right now. There's no blood in Jesus' body after resurrection because it's all on the mercy seat. It was shed for me and you. But his glory is what you need to get used to. You need to pursue the glory of God in your life. Because when you get to heaven, it's full of glory. Men, so what is the inheritance? You know, have you inherited anything? Guess what? You've got an inheritance in God. Let's read the next verse. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe? We'll just sit there just for a minute. What is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe? Power? What power? It's more than just getting saved. Believers have power, are supposed to have power. Peter said you might be a partaker of his divine nature. Just wasn't going to automatically happen. You got to be a partaker. You know, you're going out to eat. You're going to eat an Easter meal today. You can sit there and just look at that plate. Like, oh, that looks good. Same way with the power of God. I don't know if I need that. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And if you're going to eat lunch and physical food, you need to be a partaker of the power of God. And what is the power towards us who believe according, listen to this, according to the working of his mighty power, verse 20, when he, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Wait a minute. This is talking about power given to us when he raised Jesus from the dead. Resurrection power in us? What? And he seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. Hmm. Verse 21. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion. I'll stop right there. That's demonic forces. Jesus kicked the devil in the teeth. You know, you, you know the description of the devil. He's red and got a horn, got three toes and got, you know, carries a pitchfork and has a dragon a tail. So if he is like that, Jesus grabbed him by the horn and held him up and said, y'all followed this? All you angels followed this? He made an open show of him, the Bible says. Embarrassed him. 
But then he led captivity captive. He took everybody out of paradise and took them to heaven. But wait, wait. And every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that to come, Jesus is higher than anybody, any name, any angel. Woo, and we're with him. Verse 22. And he put all things under his feet. Jesus conquered death, hell, and the grave. Poverty, sickness, lack, he conquered it and put it under his feet and gave him to be the head of all things to the church. To the church? We're the church. Where's our power? Who? Come on. Salvation is just a door. It's narrow. But once you go through that door, it is a wide open place full of power and glory and full of love of God, full of the peace of God, full of all the things, full of our full supplies out here. And God will lead us out here in all this glory and all this power. Wait a minute, where's our power? See, you can tell somebody's powerful by how they pray. Oh, Lord, Lord, take, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're flipping, it might be a good thing to just get something out. But you ought to be prayed up beforehand. You know, when I get in the car, I pray a little bit of power, Lord. I put my hand on the airplane last week. Lord, bless this airplane. Going to get me where I'm going in Jesus' name. Hey, and you know what? I'm looking for a witness. Don't get on the plane. You ever had a witness? Don't get in the car. Boy, I did as a teenager. Good, goobly mood. I ain't getting in here. Y'all crazy and drunk, and you know, I know the first thing you're going to try is how fast will it go? I was in that situation, and it only could do 70. Oh, thank you, Lord. I think I can survive. <laughs> it was a piece of junk. Anyway, wasn't mine, but it was a junk. He put all things under his feet, which is, and we're the church, his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. It's our responsibility. All this mess that's going on in the world, in Russia, China, are you griping or are you praying? Are you using your power or are you worrying? I don't know what we're going to do. It's looking rough out there. How about we pray and release the power of God? There are some things that God's maneuvering because they're in the end times. They're going to be a battle. You know, there's some things coming. Antichrist is coming. Come on, but there's two witnesses coming. And you know what? God's going to take us out of here. We're going out with him. Whether, you know, whether you're post-trib, pre-trib, all that stuff. Get it. Following Jesus. Yeah. I'm living for Jesus. I'm not going to get in a cave and wait because we're in the end times. We got to live. And people are looking for the power and the love and the life of God that's on the inside of you. We have got to get, get to the place where we're living it and sharing it. Man, I... I how, what, how come you're not distraught? Because I got Jesus. Amen. How you're not in trouble? Because I prayed about it. You know what? God's got me and God's got it. And he's going to guide me. If he tells me to buy food, I'm buying food. If he tells me to give it all away, give it all away. Oh, well, now you're talking about money. That's a big devil. Money. Anyway, let me go on out here. We're the body of Christ. We're his representatives now. We're supposed to be like him. He was our example. 
healed the sick, raised the dead. Oh, wait a minute. Resurrection power on the inside of us. Come on, it's a new season and a new day for us, believers. And there's some things that I'm trying to wake up inside you. Wake up inside you. You know you've got power. If anybody come in your house, you're going to get that power. you in my house, Jack. I, there was a guy broke into a house in our neighborhood in Louisiana. And it, he knew the guy had been scoping and knew mama went to church. Well, son was home from college. When that dude broke in the house, he beat him down and said, kind of break in on my mama and kick him every time he talked about his, thought about his mama being there by himself. He beat that guy to a pulp, took authority over him. How about us take authority over the enemy? Come on, we have authority in the spiritual realm through our prayers, through our words, through our mouth, through our life. Learn how to bind the devil, cast him out and whatever. Tell him to get off of you. Because everybody can get tormented, but it's time to get free. Because we got to set some people free. We got to share Jesus with them. Amen? Mm. If you, if I, I'm going to close with this the first Adam was made a living soul, a speaking spirit. But the last Adam is Jesus. And the Bible says that he was made a life giving spirit. And I want you to pray today. I want you to bow your heads. I want you to look at your heart. Are you living for Jesus today? Do you know him? Have you accepted him as Lord and Savior? You know, maybe you feel like the prodigal son. That You know what? You got saved when you was little and you ran away. But first, let me talk to people. If you're here and you have never prayed and asked Jesus to come into your heart, will you do that right now? Will you, will you lift your hand and say, pray with me, Pastor Brett? You've never asked him into your life. So I trust everybody's saved. But maybe you're here and you're like the prodigal and you've just been running from God. Maybe it's time to come back to him. If that's you, would you lift your hand and say, I need to come back. I see that hand. Yes, sir. Anybody else? I see your hand. Come on, God's opening. He come, he's, he's the Father that's looking, and he's been waiting on you to come, and he's meeting you right now. That's two. Is anybody else? Thank you, Lord. I'll tell you what, how easy it is to come back to God is pray this prayer. Say this with me. Say, Father, today I come to give you my life fresh and new. Forgive me. Cleanse me from all sin. I want to put your righteousness on today. Renew me in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, before we go further, there's a cup in front of you in the chair uh, at the bottom. I want you to get that cup out. We're going to receive communion today. Be careful, you take the top part off and you get to the bread, it's easy to just pull the other one off. And, and, uh, but we're going to receive communion. If you need a, a, a cup or anything, the ushers are coming, but there's one right in front of you. Over here, Mr. Bobby, too, as well.
Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 11. Anybody else? In 1 Corinthians 11, he said, For I received uh, from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We just saw Jesus on the cross. We didn't see the great uh, drops of blood that he, he began to sweat in the garden. That's where it all our atonement began. Then he was beaten unmercifully for you and me. And the Bible says that with his stripes we are healed. He took a physical beating for our physical healing. It's for us. So as, as we, I want you to take the bread, I want you to hold it up, and, and I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to think about what Jesus did for you right quick. Come on, just think of that. He was, his body was broken for you. He was beaten for you. He was whipped for you. But it was a spiritual beating. So you could be spiritually healed and physically healed. So Father, we thank you for the bread, which represents Jesus' body and we thank you that it was broken for us and we remember what he has done and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Go ahead and partake. Then it said in the same manner, he also took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. I want you to remember that Jesus fulfilled everything in the Old Testament, and he started a new covenant with his blood, and that's what we walk in. And this cup represents the blood of Jesus that's on a mercy seat that was shed for us. And you know what? You can ask God to wash your mind with the blood. Some of you need it. You need to forgive yourself. You need to ask God to take care of some anger stuff. Just ask God to forgive you. Wash you in the blood. Come on, repentance is a continual thing. It's a change of mind. I'm, oh, I'm not doing that right. If you're going to Roanoke and you're headed towards Bristol, you got to stop somewhere and turn around. And so I'm saying turn around today and let's start serving God and let's get washed in the blood. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus that was shed for us. That there's power, power, power in the blood. Lord, we sing about it. We've sang about it for years. But Father, let it resonate in our heart and in our mind that the power of God and the blood of Jesus is for us. Wash us in your blood. Renew us. Make us white as snow. Thank you, Father, that we be like Jesus today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's partake. Chase and Cassie are going to worship. I want to tell you, the altars are open. They're going to sing a song. If you want to come worship, they're going to lead us. The 
glory, glory. Amen. You received that? Be seated just for one more second. Before we move forward, there's something that I want to make a quick announcement. This couple behind me, they're going to come on board, be on our staff. This summer, they're going to start. Chase and Cassie, we're excited about that. Not only do they sing, but they mop and they clean up poop diapers. And I'm just kidding. We're going to. You say, what they going to do? Well, they're going to sing. They're going to do everything. And so we're going to train them up this summer and uh, just roll them into a bunch of different things on staff. We'll get them out of Bible school, and uh, they're going to be a blessing. Amen.